Welcome to Poet Academy and to the last part of the series, Seeing is Believing, the Politics of the Visual. In this last podcast, Rod Stoneman analyzes a piece of art that was created in absolute secrecy, Marcel Duchamp's installation, Things Given, and he reflects on how he opened new ways of thinking about art and creativity. For the last 20 years of his life, Marcel Duchamp was working secretly in a studio in New York to construct an installation called Eton Donne, or Things Given. One, the waterfall, two, the lighting gas, which no one in the outside world was aware of. These images show the outside door, And in that uh, wooden door, there are two small peepholes, which if a spectator gets close, you look through into the interior, and the image on the right indicates what can be seen. And the most extraordinary aspects of this major work by certainly one of the 20th century's most significant visual artists was to make something outside of the public domain and only release it after his death. So there was no marketing, there was no gallery, there was no commercial dimension. It was a most significant commitment and activity, but it was done in a way that very subversively was outside of the art world, the art market. Actually, a few years before he died, he gave a speech called The Creative Act, And interestingly, before the death of the author by Roland Barthes or Foucault's essay or The Role of the Reader by Umberto Eco, Duchamp talked about the way that the meaning of the work of art is actually made by the spectator. And his Etendonne offered the spectator a direct and physical experience of that meaning. Duchamp legislated that it couldn't be photographed for the first 15 years of its existence in the Philadelphia Museum of Art. I mean, obviously, this was an epoch in 1968 when it was constructed in that museum. It was an epoch before everyone had a camera in their mobile phone. But um, actually, the first photographs of it were only seen in the 80s um, when that restriction had been lifted. So the spectator had to see it directly and personally, and its implications and its meanings were constrained to that one-to-one relationship. This actually indicates something of a different way of making art and a much wider and more open and more democratic basis for art making. Leaving aside the commercialized celebrity basis of commercial art galleries and artists, Duchamp actually suggested that all activity of making, which can be embarked upon by a wide or inclusive range of people, actually could be understood as art-making. And it occurs to me that when sometimes people suggest that only professional training and high ability should legitimate creativity, that the activity that everyone makes in the middle of the night, which is the highly textured, coloured, specific, strange work of dreaming is actually an indication of the way Duchamp's right 
artistic creativity, imagination, intelligence and meaning are manufactured in a strange, brilliant way by all of us on a, a, a daily basis. And the definition of what could be seen as a work of art needs to be rethought. I hope you have enjoyed this series. Remember, you can listen to the six parts of Seeing East Believing, the politics of the visual, on Port Academy's website, where you can also find our other podcasts and stay up to date with the latest research.